Welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. And I'm Karen. We are a mother-daughter duo of mediums, medical intuitives, psychics, and energy healers offering personal sessions to clients all over the world. And this is our podcast. Coffee with the Sarlows is a platform to share the remarkable experiences of our clients and the messages that are channeled for them from the spirit world. These stories will make you laugh, some will make you cry, and some are certain to be an absolute butt-kicking with love. Our intent for this podcast is to gently and kindly challenge your beliefs, grow your empathy, and help you find pieces of your own self in each one of these individual stories. Before we jump into today's show, we have a few notes for our listeners. Karen and I have personal practices channeling for local and international clients. If the stories in these shows is something you'd like to experience, you can request your own personal session through our website, bysarlo.com. We also have gift certificates available if you wish to gift this experience to someone anywhere in the world. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. This series is your emotional and intuitive intelligence toolkit. We pick one topic every month and provide you with healthy tools for critical thinking and communication. This series airs the first week of every month. The first show is free and can be found on our website, your favorite podcast platform, or YouTube. The full series can be found on patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Patreon is our membership portal with a ton of monthly benefits for those of you seeking to grow your emotional and intuitive intelligence. Karen has a personal blog that explores the beauty and importance of intuitive gifts. There's a question and answer segment that addresses listeners' questions. As we mentioned, you can find the complete Sips of Sanity series here, along with handy habit trackers and great reflective questions to help you get the most from the shows. We provide you with guided journeys and music to enrich that experience, and we're running an emotionally intelligent, interactive book club. And for patrons in our top tier, each month we're putting your names into a draw for a free half-hour channeling session with Karen or myself. If you're interested in joining us, head over to patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Now, on to the show. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Karen. <laughs> I'm all set to go. All right. I trust that you are if we're sitting down. <laughs> yep. So two names. I need a male and a female. Okay. So I've chosen Isaac for the male and Lupita as the female. Okay. So this is a couple that books an appointment, or I should say two people that book an appointment together, and I can see them over technology. Um, at the very beginning of the session, she does all the talking after they just sort of just say hello to me. And then she says, we're just looking for an open session, but kind of like about us and our relationship. So I said, okay. Um, and we had fully done consent with both of them. So I simply stepped right in and said to the spirit guides, what do you guys want to do? What do you want to say? And they said, um, we want to address Isaac's behavior. And I said, what about it in particular? Um, he purposefully manipulates her. Hmm. He is fully aware all of the time of what he's doing to the degree that he sees everything as an opportunity to manipulate. Whoa. I said, what be like, a fun session? Yeah. And I said, okay, and you're telling me he's aware that he's doing it. So I don't have to um, try and convince him like he's aware. And they went, oh, no, 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 no. He plays games and he plays games with everybody and not just Lupita. 
it's going to be you as well. But we want to address this at the very beginning. I can hear Joe heard, charge him double. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In this case, I would agree with Joe Mm -hmm. (laughs) that it's going to be well worth it. Um, So, you know, Kelly, there's like this little part of me that's like, oh, good Lord, this is all going to be about confrontation. And the guides went, yes, yes, yes. We hear your thoughts. It is about confrontation. (laughs) Yes. And if he's open to it, we're here to actually give tools so that he can learn about confrontation in a healthy way. This guy's all over the map. And I said, oh God, do you mean verbal abuse? And they said, yes. This is not manipulation done for the good of anybody. Although I don't really understand how manipulation can be done for the good of anybody. I've manipulated you on your birthday. I thought that was good for everyone involved. There are beautiful secrets. There is hurting someone in the direction of the surprise. I will fundamentally disagree with your statement. That's fantastic. (laughs) My head wasn't going there, of course, because... I have Isaac in front of me. Right. So when I say that, I'm glad that you did that because mm-hmm. that's true. And I was in a dark hole with Isaac. <laughs> okay. So they asked me to begin this and to be prepared and that I have to listen to them and repeat what they say like really well today. So I repeated all of that to Lupita and Isaac. And Isaac's response is, give me an example. Right. And the guides go, we got him (laughs) like this. And I said, what the hell is happening? And they go, he didn't say no. Mm -hmm. He didn't deny anything. He said, give me an example. Because he wants to be able for you to give the example that he can then attack and shred. And I said, oh, so am I going to give the example and you're going to back it up and everything? No, we're not going to give any examples. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Okay, so can we pause for a second here? Absolutely. Because I super value and appreciate what the guides are doing. For the listeners who are like, oh my God, what if if I was in that session and I needed that example? The guides would come forward to be able to say, and here is how you do it, because Mm -hmm. you actually may not know what you're doing is verbal abuse or, or manipulation or whatever unhealthy behavior it is they're trying to address. It's when the guides know that the person has an understanding of what they're doing, that they're not going to feed into the trap of attack. Perfect. So they said to me, we want you to confront him, that he said that he wanted an example, and that we noticed, not you, Karen Sarlo, that we noticed that he didn't say not no. We want you to pay attention to that and bring it to his attention. So I said, okay. So I did that. I said, Isaac. Not, okay. I'm just going to pick on you for a second here. Not no yeah. would be saying yes. The guides meant that, or, or maybe you meant to say that the guides said he didn't say no. Right. Oh God. Yes. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah. Like usually when you say not no, it's a funny way of admitting yes. There's humor and awareness, right? Yes. Thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. So they're catching him. And I confront Isaac and say, your guides are saying that you're not denying it, that you're simply asking for an example, which means to them, 
And this is the spirit world where they know the truth, that you're playing a game here and that this is part of the way that you play the game. Which ironically is the example right then and there. Yes. And that Lupita needs to see that it's being done to me and that it's being done to the spirit world and that you have absolutely no respect for me and you have no respect for the entire spirit world. Or her. Oh, perfectly. Nor her. And that this is the fundamental reason why this relationship is not healthy and really is not, doesn't have any reason to continue. And so I say that (laughs) in like the first 30 seconds and you're like, fuck. Yes. In the first minute or two. Mm -hmm. And Lupita sits there and she goes, oh, well, those were my two questions. Great. That's exactly what I said. I said, well, good then. I said, that means that I've done my job. And Isaac goes, well, I don't see that at all. And I said, well, no, you wouldn't see it at all because... Those weren't his questions. (laughs) Probably wasn't even his intention. Right. But he's just going to find any little spot where he can jump in and try and screw up what I'm doing, what the guides are doing, what Lupita's doing, everything. He wants to create chaos. And so the guides say to me, this is what he does. He jumps in to create confusion for Lupita in conversations to create chaos. He, okay, he just reminds me, like, he's the walking human version of a penis pump. Sorry? Like, he just pumps himself up. To I've make never heard of this. Bigger. I just made it up. But, like, you're using all of these tactics and tools to build okay. yourself up, make yourself look like you're in control, make yourself look big by comparison, where other people feel intimidated. Yeah. And he, according to the guides, he has agreed to the session because I'm female. Oh, totally. Blonde, short, and older. Yeah. So he thinks that he's going to do, he's going to skate around me. I don't know what all the terms are. (laughs) He just feels... Oh, dude. (laughs) I almost feel sorry for you. Almost. (laughs) So he thinks that the spirit world won't know anything. He thinks that he's going to be able to get away with all of this stuff. He thinks it's not a therapist. So like he would go to what he would consider maybe like a social worker, which he, and, and, and please, anybody listening to this that's a social worker, this is not my standards, they're Isaac's. He thinks, oh, I, I'd go to a social worker with her because I could do it around her too. But and, and if I have a man, a male social worker, well, he'll understand my tactics. He's not going to call me out. We're a team. So the guide said, Karen, we would really like you to point all of that out about the social worker. And I did. I did exactly what they said and pointed out that he would go to a male and what he would do. He would go to a female and what he would do, that he would just rip her to shreds in confusion and lies and manipulation. And Lupita looks at me and says, we've done this. Oh, yeah. And, I'm, and I would be willing to bet that if the, the professional across the table from him is unattractive, he has different tactics. Yes. Versus an attractive professional probably warms up to them, sweet talks them, and, and gets buddy-buddy. Yes. We, I would imagine the same thing as you. That part I don't know. I know what he did, female versus mm-hmm. male. I know his attitude towards that because of what the spirit guide said. Lupita's reaction 
was worth every minute of that session. Yeah. Because you could see in that moment her fury that she has been totally played by this person. And she's watching in the session how the spirit guides are manipulating it, just saying certain things to bring out something that's happened in the past. And his entire behavior is to sit back, laid back with his legs out wide and spread, his arms folded across his chest or back behind his head. Like, oh, I'm going to go from, oh, I'm closed and I don't want to discuss this. Puff chest. I'm, I'm sticking by my penis pump comment. Yeah. So the guides constantly take the opportunity never to give an example that he's asked for at the beginning. They will not do it. And you can see him through the whole session trying to say, give me an example in different ways. Help me understand that, Karen. No, the guides already said you understand it. We're not going to waste our time catering to you. We're going to help Lupita. That's exactly right. So they looked at it that every time he tried to bring up another way, and this was important because she got to hear the sentences the questions and the directions that he's done to her Mm -hmm. and that he's done to other people in his life and in her life, her parents, when her parents tried to pull out something and say, that's not very nice, Isaac, and confront him on something, he will bring up these statements that he uses. And so the guides literally brilliantly Mm -hmm. bait him so that he moves through the entire session and pulls out probably at least eight of them and constantly turn to Lapita to say, and this is the statement, and this is what he does, and this is how he moves his body. This is how he furrows his brow. This is how he purses his lips. This is how he goes like this with his fingers. And they start pointing out all of the things that he does when he's trying to play his, I'll just call it play the game. I like that you're pointing this out for listeners, because I know it was done on purpose for the clients themselves. But, you know, November, if people are willing to go back to the sips of sanity, Mm -hmm. uh, was all about triggers. And she, whether or not she knows at the time that this is verbal abuse, she's going to have an inner knowing about this not feeling right, not feeling like love, not feeling comfortable or healthy, however you want to insert the, the unhealthy feeling. And then that inner knowing with, with the feeling going on gets associated with those little things that you're talking about, the way he moves his hand, mm-hmm. the brow, and those become the triggers that create an anxious attachment style, which we mm-hmm. did in December for Sips of Sanity. So if people are trying to piece this whole show together, go back Go back and listen to the trigger tools, the attachment style tools. You will so be on Lupita's side and understand what she's processing. Mm-hmm. In what, a half hour session? Yeah. So the whole half hour was full of that. And then at the very, or pardon me, Kelly, probably the first 20, 25 minutes. Then we moved into the guide saying, okay, now we want to address something in particular for Lupita. We want her to know that she has to understand and educate herself around attachment styles. Tell her there are four and that there are three unhealthy, that there is a one healthy attachment style that she wants to move into. She cannot do that 
with a person that behaves this way and who has no intention of changing or trying to get healthy. And she says to me, oh, you answered my last question. Will he change? And I went, well, there you go. No. So your response then, now for the rest of your life, your next question is going to be, can I have a healthy partner? And the answer will be, when you become a healthy individual. And here are the tools, here are things to do, things to know, um, education-wise, for you to get there in a process. And then she goes to open her mouth to make her next question, and the guides go, "Uh -uh -uh, we're not answering the next question. It's about time frame. She wants a boyfriend, like, immediately. She's asking that in front of the, the dude? In front of Isaac. Okay. Yeah. Which may be her way of saying, I'm going to get to this place and put this out there so he knows what I now know and what I'm now thinking. Mm-hmm. And then the guides at the very end, after they gave her those tools, said, Lupita, you've said this in front of Isaac. You've issued a challenge of sorts, and he loves it. I was just going to say, like, this was dangerous. For anyone listening to this, the level of narcissistic behavior, because we're not diagnosing, uh, displayed in Isaac, Mm -hmm. you don't put something that you can weaponize like that in front of them. Like He could amp right up to different forms of verbal abuse, including physical, if he thinks that she's at that point and he has lost all control over her. Oh, absolutely. And so at the very end, they're both told about abuse. They're both told that this can escalate. They're both told that they need to get into therapy. Separately. Yes, separately. That was a packed half hour where I'm going to say, it doesn't sound like he participated much, but he did. Oh yeah, all of his different little behaviors, whether he spoke or not, helped hugely. Yeah, and, and I think it was really good that the ending of that was separate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in no way did the guides try to per- present in any way, shape, or form an opportunity or an opening that this relationship could function, mm-hmm. even if they both went to therapy. Mm-hmm. I loved how clear they were. Yeah, it's so neat to me that these types of people specifically an Isaac type of person, um, will only sit for half an hour. It's like, I'll give you some time, but not enough time to get into anything too deeply, even though you know the speed at which we work and channel. So a lot gets done in a half hour. But I, I find it really interesting that they don't give more, right? And it's done on purpose. Absolutely. We'll get into the surface stuff. You won't really be able to get into anything too hardy, so I won't be caught nothing will have to change. But I can say I went. And again, same reason, I think you're making this point that it's not just about booking a half hour with us, but why they will go to therapy once or two or three times, but will never stick with it. Or implement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually practice any of the tools that require work. Mm -hmm. They might tell the other person when they're not working and point out their stuff, but they don't do their own. Right. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to mention too, Kelly, that when they were listing some of the educational stuff for Lupita to go forward, that Dr. Sue Johnson's book, Hold Me Tight, 
was mentioned to her and she asked why she said what was it about and the guide said that that book was going to help her understand that what they were creating in all of their conversations were what Dr. Sue Johnson refers to as demon dialogues Mm -hmm. and where those conversations go trigger trigger um, you know spinning games spinning words but never creating a connection to each other that comes from a place of, I care for you. I am here for you. Mm -hmm. It's not about being caring or being there for the person. It's about the control and the manipulation, the fighting, all of that other stuff that's chaos. And then the healthy conversations and tools that she could learn to have over time where she learns them first to be healthy and then finds a partner who has those tools or is willing to learn them, where they can implement them together. Because you you can't have a healthy conversation as a couple all by yourself. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people that think you can pull that off. Yep. Tons. That's crazy making to believe that you can do that for the two of you. Um, you're going to, you're going to be very stuck in that relationship. You'll be sad. You'll feel lonely. You're going to be angry at yourself and at them because ultimately you will fail. So if you're a perfectionist, you might even want to stay there or even somebody who just won't let go of a bone, so to speak, that could keep you in a relationship like that with an Isaac for decades. Mm-hmm. And, and I think on that particular day, her guides decided that she wasn't going to die there with Isaac. I sure hope so. Because, I, you know, there are Lupitas who will ask that question about, well, will I have another partner in front of their Isaac? And um, just do it for ammo. Right. Just do it to make him understand that the power dynamic has shifted. You now know what I know, and now I have something to hold over your head. And it's never really about am I looking for another partner? Do I want another partner? It's about making sure I've got the one up. Right. Yeah. Just another level of dysfunction. Absolutely. Regardless though, I'm really glad that you chose to tell this story as difficult as it is to hear, you know, on a wishfully happy Saturday morning. (laughs) Um, I'm glad that you told it because I hope that people, you know, as we say in the intro, that they can pull pieces of themselves or see pieces Mm -hmm. of themselves in the story, maybe who they once were, maybe seeing things more clearly that they are the Lupita or the Isaac uh, and want to do different. Oh, Or be, be different. So then we'll say the name of the book again, Hold Me Tight by Dr. Sue Johnson. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're where they are at though, don't just read it on your own. Go to therapy. Tell mm-hmm. the therapist that you're working on this book. Ask them to work through it with you, because at that point, with you know either one of these individuals in the couple, you're buried. Yes, you're going to need someone to pull things out for you and and help you reflect. Um, if you if you can't yet see things for yourself. Excellent advice. And that's not a bad thing, right? We all have to do that when we've been conditioned into something unhealthy. Right. We need, we need a different perspective. And a therapist is going to have that education to understand the attachment styles. The right therapist, not all. Okay. Thank you. And the right therapist, a healthy therapist is also going to have the knowledge of the hold me tight conversations in an EFT therapy, mm-hmm. right? Emotion focused therapy. 
So if you're out there and you're listening this morning and you think, yep, sounds like me at work, at home, in friendships, in my mind, in my ruminations, then now you have an idea of where to go, what to look for, and what to do. Cool. Well, congratulations for all the hard work that you did for the two of them. Thank you. Whether they accept it or not, are ready for it or not, it's there and they can't unhear it. It's a very standout session for me, I have to say, because of the incredible dynamics that I got to see between Isaac and his own spirit. Mm -hmm. And I think that is just so not lost on me, Kelly, how his spirit stood there and did not back down to fight for his healthiness did not back down to enable him the way that Lupita has. Mm -hmm. His spirit stood there and said, "Mm -mm, I'm fighting for that human. I am in love with that Isaac. And, And just that it didn't allow, his whole spirit team doesn't allow Isaac to get away with anything, which really is love. Right. And I love that you're pointing out that Isaac's Isaac's spirit does this for himself, that your spirit or your soul can stay in love with your potential. You humans cannot. That's correct. The human can't stay to say, I love your potential. Yeah. And I just said to you um, recently, a friend of mine, actually Carmen Theobald, she's been on the show a couple of times, um, sent me a little meme that says, we are not accepting verbal apologies this year, only changed behavior. (laughs) And I just think this is the perfect show for it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You know what, Kelly? At the very end of the show, I'm going to ask you to end the show saying that so that people can sit there, go run, get their pen and paper right now. You know there's a pause button. Oh, yeah. Okay. People in the digital age will have just paused me and are laughing at this conversation (laughs) now because they already wrote it down. Right. Good enough. Please end the show with that beautiful quote. I will. I would like to say thank you first. So thank you for um, what you did for the two of them. And thank you for preparing the show for, for me and our listeners. You're welcome. Okay. So for everyone wanting to write it down, we are not accepting verbal apologies this year. Only changed behavior. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Sarlows. If you enjoyed the show today, help spread the love with a like, share, or review of the podcast. See you next Saturday with a brand new episode.